Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career, whether corporate or otherwise. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you off the ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Welcome to the village. So in today's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, we're going to talk about knowing the difference between who's on your team and who's on your team. And there is a difference. Now today I'm not talking about villages, you know, that group of family and friends, that support system, that root ball. We'll talk about our villages at a later date. But today I'm really talking about that gathering of individuals where you're part of the team or you're leading the team and you've got a specific activity you're going after or a specific thing to accomplish. Um, A prime example would be the World Cup just finished and those are soccer teams, right? They're all together there to win the game. So this is the same kind of thing. So before we dive in, I've got a little story that I want to share with you um, that talks a little bit about teams and the topic that I'm getting at. Again, who's on your team versus who's on your team. Once there was a group of crows that was up north for the summer. They were having a great time hanging out and partying. And as it got closer to fall, they began to pack up and prepare to fly south for the winter. But there was this one crow who was just having too great a time. He saw friends leaving to fly south, but there was always one more party or one more good day to stay up north. Finally, it got so cold that the crow thought it was time to start the journey south. As the crow started flying, a storm came in. He kept trying to fly through it, but his wings froze and he fell to the ground. The crow lay there thinking, I should have left when my friends did. I'm going to die in this field. In the next moment, a cow came by. You see, the crow had landed in the pasture of a farm. As the cow passed, he dropped a cow patty on the crow. Now the crow thought, oh, not only am I going to die, but I'm going to die covered in cow crap. But then the crow realized he was warming up. He was able to move his legs and his wings. He was excited and started really moving around to warm up his cold body. Unbeknownst to the crow, there was a cat sitting on the fence in the pasture. The cat saw the crow fall to the ground and saw it starting to warm up. As the crow finally stood and started walking to be sure everything was working and getting ready to take off, the cat jumped down from the fence, grabbed the crow, shook off the crap and ate him. The moral of the story, everyone who dumps a load of crap on you isn't your enemy and everyone who picks you up and shakes you off isn't your friend. So that was a fable that was told to be by my dad years ago when I was feeling disenfranchised and put upon and completely mistreated. And his point was to let me know just because someone tells you something you don't like or someone doesn't treat you with the utmost care does not mean that that person is mistreating you. It sometimes means that the person is putting you on the right path or helping you out. And so you need to step back and not be all in your feelings and really understand what the motivation is and what the message is that someone is delivering to you. I'm telling it to you now because over the last several months, I've had a number of people come to me who were disenfranchised or disillusioned or really surprised and hurt by some activity of people that they believed were colleagues, that they were work friends, that they were people they could trust in a collegial situation. And When we have those situations, we don't really understand what to do with that. And it is important as leaders that we understand who is on our team as well as who's on our team. 
So when you think about who's on your team, it's really about being aware, understanding the relationship, especially working relationships. And you will have people who are truly just colleagues. You meet in passing. You just happen to work at the same place and people who become closer friends at work, your work friends. And in this situation, you need to be aware of the difference and be aware that everyone's journey is different and everyone's agenda may be different. So despite the fact that you're collectively on a team, theoretically moving towards the same goal and the same outcomes, there are different perspectives that are there and ultimately different activities and different um, consequences that may happen based on someone else's perspective of what the path should be. So if you're sitting in a meeting and you're moving towards something and you recognize someone's being really quiet or they challenge everything that's said or any of those kind of behaviors that just don't seem to be in line, take the time, understand what that is. Do a help me understand conversation, pull people aside and say, are we missing something? Really try to get at the root of what the issue is. It could be that there's really something you're missing, or it could be you've got someone who truly just isn't bought in. And that will be a situation that you might have to handle differently. Find a way to make sure they either get bought in or that you manage that potential challenge or pitfall to the overall outcome. The other side of this coin is make sure you utilize your village, your confidants, those people you really trust in your professional situation. Those are the people who will tell you the truth and may hurt your feelings, but it's to really move you along the goal that you are trying to achieve. Those people who tell you, E, you know, that meeting did not go well and here's why. Did you notice that so-and-so didn't respond? Those are the kind of things you need to know. If you are aware of not only who the people are that you're working with, but of your own behavior and of your own impact, it will enable you to really push things through, move things forward, participate well on teams in which you're a team member and to lead teams well where you are in the lead position. This is not about being paranoid and seeking out the boogeyman behind the curtain. This is about understanding that not everyone is on your team and understanding who people are. It's usually not intentional. It is often built in someone's desire to truly be successful or their fear of failure or their need to survive. And that can exhibit some behaviors that manifest in ways that are detrimental to others around them. So you are already successful. You're an intellectually agile leader. This is stuff that you know, but I am here to bring it back to the forefront to you so you can think about it the next time you get surprised by someone's behavior. Was it really a surprise or were you just not paying attention and therefore you didn't have a plan to address it? Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. You have been listening to The Rutledge Perspective. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please like us on iTunes. You can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com, or you can subscribe to the show where you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, and if there's someone you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge perspective, please pass it along.